So, episode 36. How is it going so fast? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it... Well, the year itself's going really quick. Super fast, yeah. What is it, June? Yeah, but I was, like, booking an appointment today in my calendar for, like, the 21st of July, and I was like, that's only, like, five-ish weeks away. Which seems bonkers. It seems really... But, like, it's literally six months until Christmas-ish. Which is exciting but terrifying at the same time. Oh, hugely. And I did that thing, like, at the start of the year, where I was like, every month I'm going to put away £30, and then when Christmas comes, I'll have £400, and I have saved nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's always easier to do, though, isn't it? Easier to say than do. Like, it's so easy to say it, and then you have to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I've been looking at holidays for next year, because I really want to go, like, quite further afield. Yeah. Because, like, as a kid, I didn't go on holiday with my family. Like, we were, we were poor. And um, I really want to go to, like, Costa Rica, mm. but it's, like, £1,300. Yeah, it's and then when you fun. add on, like, the whole, like, scuba diving and zip lining and forest stuff, yeah. it g- gets up. And then, like, someone was like, yeah, but if you put a little bit away every month, you'll get there in the end. I'm like, no, I don't you understand. Like, it, it's, it's not a little bit every no. month. It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel you. I want to go to, like, fun. Mexico and Cuba next year. Yeah, that like just far, far away. Yeah, far away. Well, well, uh, I don't know. As, as I've already explained before, Scott and I have very different ideas on holidays. Mm. Like, he wants to do like proper exploring, like cities, and you know. And the other night, he sat down. He was like, "Oh, there's a deal here on a trip to Chernobyl." I was like, "Too far, too far, <laughs> too far." Oh dear. Did you not watch the show? I don't want to go Do there. I've not watched it and I'm really annoyed. Well, I've got I've annoyed. seen the first one. <laughs> it's okay. I've watched the first one, <laughs> but I need to finish it and everyone keeps yelling at me about this. So if you're Thing one is, of those I people, wouldn't be annoyed. I would enjoy it because you know it's going to be good. Yeah. So just enjoy the fact you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I think that's great. Too many shows, too little time. That's that's the problem. It, well, shortly before this um podcast i was like right i'm gonna finish off when they see us Mm. because i'd only watched two episodes last time we spoke Mm -hmm. so i watched another one yesterday on it's so brutal like i watched half of an episode today and it's the last one so it's all about Corey. right and i've cried three times and i was like i don't think i'm gonna be able to record on the podcast i'm too emotionally like affected right now yeah it's so intense i mean i couldn't even imagine what it was what they went through like you it's just it's the worst the like yeah it's like just the worst thing that could happen to anyone is it the defense i can't remember her role i think it's felicity huffman's character that she plays but that person has kind of come forward and wrote like an article in the new york times basically saying like netflix are painting me out to be the bad guy apparently you are the bad guy yeah, exactly you are the bad guy <laughs> i feel like i saw something not that long ago it was either when it was coming out or it had already come out at this point but she apparently she was still defending how she ran the investigation and all the convictions and and she just she's just she needs to be locked up or something like she does like that is i just don't get it i mean she won't be locked up because she's a white woman and she, and she you know that privilege exists yeah but... to be, be silly exactly <laughs> so it's wishful thinking at this point but oh she's the worst it is crazy and like there's still people who are out there and think the whole thing is a conspiracy mm. and that and i just you know you know i just well, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't know how you can watch that and then seriously come to the conclusion that it's... Uh, I don't know. If you've not seen it it's yet, crazy. you should go and see it. 
like now like just stop listening you really should just stop listening. yeah just blocking the time i mean the last episode is an hour and a half which i didn't realize mm. so i need to finish it off but yeah it's incredible filmmaking mm. like ava's just done an insanely good job i'm so excited to see what she does next it's just so thrilling yeah. and great um also on netflix i finished what if right. so i finally finished it off what did you think okay it really dragged on oh, it dragged really? on yeah, and it it's very soapy, so it's very soap opera-like. Okay. And you, a lot of things happen. You've got, like, people in comas and amnesia and, you know, finding out about parents and things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good watch. It's a decent watch. Okay. You know, I, it's too many episodes. <laughs> what is um, it, ten? It's ten, okay. and it's ten long okay. episodes. Like, ten hours. But I didn't, what I didn't realise was when I got to the end of it, it's an anthology. So they oh. are going to come back with more episodes. Uh, and more seasons but it's going to be I don't know if it's going to be the same actors I hope so because I think Blake Jenner and Jane Levi are fantastic and Reese, oh I did it again <laughs> you did this last <laughs> week <laughs> I did it again it's it's not Reese. it's the Renee. Renee. Renee Zellweger sorry I did it again um, <laughs> Renee Zellweger was was good um but yeah, it was very over dramatic and over dramatic. It reminded me a lot of you. Not you. The TV <laughs> not me, show the you. Not you, the person. So over dramatic. I me. am super um, over dramatic, though. <laughs> it reminded me of, um, yeah, yeah, you on Netflix. Um, so, but with you, though, I feel like it was over dramatic, but you kind of stuck with it because it was so like crazy. Right. You got a bit obsessed with it. Interesting. Yeah, this. this... I mean, I've not seen it yet, but the adverts and, and the trailers and whatever remind me of that show, Re- Revenge. Like it just It's by the same guy, I think. Oh, really? I think so. I'm I'm just going to double-check this, because I'm pretty sure it's by the same guy. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, Renee Zellweger is it's got, very... Yeah, because Vic- it's got the guy who was in Revenge for a bit. Hold on one second. It's very Victoria Grayson. It's, yeah, and the whole like Grey's Anatomy yeah. kind of vibe. Mike Kelly, yes, he did Revenge. Ah. He did, yeah. So it's by the same guy. So that probably explains Interesting. it. I never watched Revenge. It went on for like years, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, they really fucked up with season two. And, and I only watched because I had a crush on maybe half of that cast. But It was a very beautiful cast. Very attractive, yeah. But no, it was like soapy as you would expect. Things happening just for drama's sake. And you were like, oh yeah. But in, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, that shit. Um. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll check out what if then. Yeah. Well, you know, have a go. Mm. There's a new one that's just come on Netflix. Oh, um, the Tales of oh, Two Cities. Yes. Yes. I thought this was a reality show at first because it just looked very glitzy. Have you started watching it? I have. I'm almost done with the first episode. I was watching on my commute. But yeah, I um. I had no idea that it was... So did you know that apparently it's been a show before and this is just a revival of... Um, of Yeah, so apparently it was like the most LGBTQ inclusive TV show when it came out, which I think may have been in the 70s for the first time. Maybe it was the 80s. And it's Okay, just, so quite a while ago. Yeah, um, and it just... It tells a story about... From what I'm understanding anyway, I've not seen any of the old stuff, so I could be wrong. But it tells a story okay. about um, the first episode set at this um, 90-year-old lady, Anna Madrigal, I think her name is, her birthday party. And she okay. seem, she seems to be sort of that, like, community figurehead who everyone really, like, loves. And, you know, her party is just is very inclusive. You know, people are, like, smoking weed and just having the best time. And Laura Linney's character, who's clearly very kind of, or at least seems to be quite 
straight laced and is from you know the city and has a you know this kind of a job and she's married to that kind of a guy and it's sort of it's one of those and she comes and and and, and it's just I haven't quite figured out what's happening yet because I don't know any of the background but it's got like Ellen Page in it and it's um, yeah I saw that yeah it's really I don't know if what where what I've decided on it yet but I'm definitely gonna stick with it because it's interesting. Molly Ringwald's in it as well. I don't know if she's shown up yet. So that's interesting. All oh, right, I'm just looking at the cast. I mean, I recognise uh, Zosha Mamet. Yeah, prob- I've probably butchered her name right there from Girls, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's good to see her in something because I did think she was quite good in Girls. And then obviously Ellen Page and Laura, Laura Linney. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that it's a revival. Um, but no, it, it popped up and I thought, oh, that's different. And then I thought, well, that looks like LGBTQ. I like it. Yeah, um, apparently it's so the yeah, third it revival cool. too. Apparently there've been. Yeah, apparently there have been, like, other iterations of it, too. So this is, like, the third revival or, like, the third... Conti- I don't know. But, yeah, I would I would watch it. See what you think. I have to say, it's Tales of the City, which was based on um, a series of novels. Did you know that Laura Linney was in the original? Oh, cool. So she's, like... And it looks like she played the same character. Ah, that's cool. Okay. Cool. Okay, I will add that to the list then because um, I'm going to need a lot of things on my Netflix queue when I'm travelling in between these far-off countries yeah. that I'm going to increase <laughs> in. Um, Black Mirror is on Netflix. I have not watched it yet. Me neither. I uh, Yeah, this weekend probably. Scott said to me, he said, are you going to watch the new series The Black Mirror? I said, yeah, I will do eventually. Will you watch the Miley Cyrus episode? I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to skip that one. Of course I'm going to watch that episode. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a, I think there's five new episodes and they've been very well received. The Miley Cyrus one seems to be very, very popular. Sorry, there's not five new episodes. There's three? three new episodes. Hmm. Um, all very long, 61 minutes, 70 minutes and 67 minutes. Um, I think one of them stars Anthony Mackie. One of them stars, is it Andrew Smith? Andrew or... Scott. Fleabag. Andrew Scott, sorry. Fleabag, he's um, back aka the hot priest and the other one is Miley Cyrus so I'm really excited for this I'm going to save this for the holiday as well mm. and then we'll discuss it when I'm back sounds good and um but other than that I think that's all that's new on the Netflix front unless you can think of any others no I mean does I hope everyone watches this is always my like weekly plug of the Patriot Act but I really hope people out there are watching Patriot Act with Hassan Minhaj. He's so funny and is so informative. This week's episode was about um, Sudan. I knew very little about what was happening there. Um, it's horrible and it's shocking and it's just... Go and watch this show. It's so fun. It come, um, there's a new episode out every Sunday so I usually watch them on my Monday commutes because, um, you know, I need... I struggle with him. Oh, really? I struggle with him, yeah. I struggle with him because I will watch him talk and then I will lose focus because he's very attractive. Mm, I can see that. I went so, to like, see- he, could be sit- he could be sitting there t- telling me about, like, human trafficking and, like, um, massacres and I'll just be, like, dreaming into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he is very attractive. I went to see him. You know, I will, I will pop that on my list because I've been meaning to watch that for a while. Do it. Um, and just haven't. Do it. Which is awful of me saying any other plugs you want to do lady or is that all right i think that's good for plugs that's okay. what she said Have you... <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's completely unintentional but there we go oh dear i still haven't watched the new series of the oa oh me neither actually shout out to charlie my twitter friend who i would not have watched the first season without 
Um, I don't even know oh, if he well listens done. to this, but thanks, man. That was really cool. Um, good lad. It's so good. So I think good. we both need to watch it and then talk about it because it's so good. Okay, let's do that. And I, I wasn't ready for how good it was. Me neither. I man. love when that happens. Yes. Yeah, I need to watch season two. Okay. Right, moving on from Netflix, mm-hmm. let's look at the top ten. I actually went to the cinema this week twice. <gasps> Amazing. Twice. I was absolutely shocked. Went to see Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to mention that here because Booksmart didn't even get into the charts in the UK. Wow, that surprises didn't me. Didn't even get into oh, that's the so annoying. charts. I've not even seen it and it's annoying. We went to see it and we were the only people in the cinema. <gasps> it was so cool. Um, I've got a lot to say about this film. Mm-hmm. I wish I had it when I was 17. Yeah. Because I... I don't know about you, but did you know that um, one of the lead characters is a lesbian? Is this... Be- I know that Beanie Feldstein... That's her surname, isn't it? I, knew, I know that... In real life, but one of the characters in the film is a lesbian. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, that either. That cool. so That was a pleasant surprise. That is cool. Because it's... The way it opens up is um, she's kind of staring at this girl, but the girl... Um, it, she doesn't look very femme, so you're like, oh, it's like it's a boy. Oh no, she's gay. Mm. And um, yeah, it was it was really good. Uh, just that, just to have a gay character in a film and it just to be about their lives, yeah. not about coming out, not about discrimination, not about yeah. problems. Just the fact that this was a gay girl and she's graduated from high school and that was it. It was fantastic. I mean, obviously there's other elements to it. Mm. Um, the cast are so good in this film. Nice. They are so, so good. Um, did you... You watched Santa Clarita Die, didn't I did, you? I did, yes. So, Skylar Gazindo, who plays um, in Santa Clarita Diet... Oh, my God, what's his name? Eric. Oh, cool. So, he's in this. I've not seen him in anything else before. So, he was in this, and he plays an incredible character called Jared, who's just, like, a try-hard rich kid, yeah. wants to be loved by everyone. And he's fantastic. So the cast is just great. You've got this wonderful support in... Um, they're all kind of like unknown actors mm. who play the other kids. Um, and then you've got Billy Lord as Gigi. Billy Lord is absolutely incredible in this film. Nice. She is embodying comedy and sass and just sheer craziness that you can see why they were writing extra scenes for her mm. during shooting because she's just she's fantastic it's like in a comedy show where like you've got that reoccurring character that reoccurring joke that keeps coming back in yeah. that still makes the audience belly laugh she is fantastic um oh she's so it's, cool I, I can't go for it. i absolutely adore her the fact that she's a third generation hollywood actress as well yeah. When do you get that much talent through three generations? It usually fizzles out, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Let's be real. Cool. Um, so she's fantastic. She's really great. Um, you've got, obviously, the leads, Beanie and Caitlin, who are just absolutely amazing. They're not annoying. They're not superficial. They're not... F- f- I, I, I don't know why I use these words if I don't know what they mean. Fastitious? Facetious? What does facetious mean? Fistish- f- is it facetious or fastitious? Fastitious is another word. I mean, Fist- I could have. I, I mean, the first word is a face. I'm so trying to get be... the meaning of facetious, and I'm just typing in words, letters right now. I can uh, feces, feces has come up. Okay, <laughs> I can't. I can hear. I, I can hear listeners this... like switching off 
as we try and... Facetious. <laughs> treating serious issues with deliberate, inappropriate humour. Yeah, they're not facetious. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they're, just, they're just fantastic characters and they're realistic and they're real. And it's funny because basically this girl discovers... Uh, Beanie's character Molly discovers that despite the fact that she's worked so so hard mm-hmm. throughout her entire school career and not partied and not gone wild and stuck you know being book smart that she's going to Yale I believe mm-hmm. and all these other kids who have partied and gone wild are also going to big colleges like Yale and Harvard and Stanford right. and Georgetown and she realizes like oh my god I've made the mistake here because you can have fun and get into a good college yeah so I think it's a good message in a way mm. it's not it was very reminiscent to me of Clueless oh yeah cool which I thought was great um and the adults in this film as well so you've got Jessica Williams as Miss Fine I don't know if you ever saw the film um what was it called the one, it was the one with Chris like, O'Dowd Yes, yeah. incredible Jessica yes. James. So she was in that. I've not seen her in much else. I know she was in Fantastic Beasts. She's, and... She used to be a um, correspondent, I think, on The Daily Show, which is with Trevor yeah, Noah. Cause she, yeah, because she does two dope queens as mm. well. Um, so, which I don't think is going anymore, is it? I haven't heard anything new about it. No, I think it stopped. But um, but she's fantastic. In this film, she's great. She plays a cool teacher um, that's just laid back, and it's great. You've got Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte as Caitlin Endeavour's parents. Cool. And they're just so, so funny. They're just brilliant. And it's such a shame they're not in the film more, but it wouldn't make sense if they were. They're just such a good treat. Mm. Um, Jason Sudeikis plays the principal, slash a... No, I'm not going to say what it is because it's it's a bit of a spoiler. Okay. But he's he plays the principal, and then yeah, I think that's all the parents and adults I believe are in the film. Um, it's just great. Like I, there was such a big hype about this that I thought I'm going to watch it and I'm not going to like it and it's going to be like Lady Bird yeah. all over again. But I loved this film. I absolutely loved this film, and it left me feeling so inspired about directing again just knowing that Olivia Wilde has created something that is just great. Mm. It's just a great film. There's just, there's, there's meat to it. There's like, it's not empty. It's just well thought out and there's not a moment of boredom. It's, and the music, oh, the music is just, it transcends the storyline and carries it along so well and just flows and entrances and exits are just made so much more impactful by the music. It's just... I haven't felt excited about a film in this long and it, I'm so glad I got to see it in a cinema, I really am. I need to go, man. I need to go find it somewhere, see it someplace. You do. It'll probably be out on DVD next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, right. Okay, at number 10, we've got Pokemon Detective Pikachu. That fell, didn't it? That fell very... It seems, it seems a lot has fallen this week. Oh, yeah. It's, um quite strange actually uh yeah so that fell uh number nine it's john wick chapter three parabellum i've not seen john wick but i'm loving the fact that keanu reeves is everywhere right now oh my god everywhere the interviews he's doing the speeches he's doing uh, just keep it up it's fantastic i'm really enjoying it i love him he needs to do a podcast could you imagine (gasps) keanu reeves if you're listening to this can you please come on our podcast could you like I I don't I, I, I can't else pay I would you, work but... on in life. 
would be worthy. Yeah. And number eight is Casino Royale, which is a secret cinema production. So it's a re-entry. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Casino Royale. Just putting that out there. I know someone who's going to that who's very into this movie. And I didn't know that there were people who were very into Casino Royale. So, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I was very surprised. But, you know, I get it. Eva Green, she's cool. She's cool. She's done a lot of stuff lately. Yeah. I feel like she's locked in the basement at um, Tim Burton's house. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, at number seven, it is, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Barat. Um, how is that spelled? B-H-A-R-A-T. It's a ah, Hindi language cool. action drama. With Salman Khan in it. Right, so that, I think it's probably, so there are two ways you can say it. They're either saying Bharat, which is the name of a man, and I don't think that's it, or it's okay. or it's Bharat, which is um, just another way of saying, like, country, or, or you know. The... I thought you were going to say something else then. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Well, the, the fact that you said country um, oh. with a bit of a gap between right, the two syllables. It. Yeah. Yeah. I get the feel it's probably quite a patriotic film. I don't know anything about it. If it's a Salman Khan movie, I expect lots of action that doesn't make any sense. Really bad dancing <laughs> from Salman Khan. I'm sorry if you're a fan, but he cannot dance. Um, well, Salman Khan's character is called um, Barat. Okay. So I think it's it probably, must be about him then. Fair enough, yeah. So it's probably about him playing oh, an action hero okay. and no, oh, eh. Not that excited. It, it's had mixed reviews. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay, at number six, we have got Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> at number five, we've got Event Cinema, Take That, The Greatest Hits Live. I don't... Well, I, I do understand why people do this because ticket prices these days to go and see a band yes. live are ridiculous. Yeah. It's like £100 or something. Which I just think's wrong. Mm. So yeah, I don't see why people wouldn't pay a tenner just to sit in the cinema and watch it instead. I mean, I'd probably just stream it. Like, yeah, I'd have I to have. be a super super fan. I've never done that. There's no, been a lot of them either. out, like the Katy Perry film, mm. the Justin Bieber film, the Jonas Brothers film. You know, Miley Cyrus. I think she. Everyone's every pop star's had them. Yeah. Speaking of Justin Bieber. Just want a little side track you here, saw a little his bit tweet, from the top right? ten. What is going on? So Justin Bieber has challenged Tom Cruise to some kind of MMA fight. Very confusing. I mean, I don't. I'm confused, what? but what? I feel like I would also stay up to watch this fight. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I'd be there. I'd pay a hundred pound for that. You know, fully. But it's just kind of about Tom Cruise in his house, like. I don't know. I imagine him to live in some kind of fortress because of the whole like Scientology thing. I was thing. literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just kind of reading this kind of. I don't know if he has a phone. He probably has like someone who has a phone. Who, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and reading it and just thinking, right, okay. Hmm. Mm. How do you even respond to that? I don't know if you do. And then didn't he put in the tweet? It was like, if you don't respond to this. You're a pussy. I don't think you read that, but <laughs> that was the along line the lines. Tweet, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really don't understand what. Clearly, Justin Bieber's pretty bored, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. If if I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon, Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? 
It's like he's done that thing where he's picked a celebrity who's born on the same day as him and just pit and be like... <laughs> I mean, if it was me, it'd be like <laughs> Catherine Heigl. If she wants to take me out, then, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give that a shot. Is that because she's born on the same day as you? Catherine Heigl and I share a birthday, and I only know this because I wish it was a better celebrity. No offence, Catherine. 27 Dresses Aww. was cool. But, like, I also have um, Shirley Henderson, who played Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> We can all fight. I don't I mind. I want to now know who I share a birthday with. How do I find this information out? Famous people born on. Oh, good point. Mm. Famous people born on. Aren't you glad you tuned in to today's podcast, <laughs> listeners? You get to find out so many facts. Famous people born on October 19th. <gasps> Rebecca Ferguson. Ooh. Keeping it with the Mission Impossible. Nice. Also, John Favreau. Ah. John Lithgow. Jillian Jacobs. Oh, I don't like it. I don't feel special anymore. <laughs> Why do you get all these cool people? Yeah, that's that's it. Okay, Rebecca Ferguson. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay, um, returning to the top ten. <laughs> At number four, it's The Secret Life of Pets 2. At number three, it is Rocket Man, which I saw on Sunday. Talk about it. This, this is not what I was expecting, right? In a good way. Um, so I was kind of like the the kind of um, musical biopics I've seen in the past have been like Walk the Line, which is my favourite. Yeah. Like that is up there as the top one, I think. Mm. And obviously recently um, Bohemian Rhapsody. And I don't think I've seen any others that kind of incorporate music um, like heavy in the story. Yeah. Rocket Man, it's not... Elvis, Elvis, <laughs> it's not Elvis's story. It's not, that's what I'm doing today. It's not Elton John's story and then you've just got him performing the songs at like recording studios and tours. It's like a West End musical. Mm. So the music is incorporated in the story with the other actors and characters dancing and singing. And it's all choreographed. It's, it's like hairspray almost. And that was not what I was expecting. So there's moments where Richard Madden sings, Bryce Dallas Howard sings, Jamie Bell sings. And it's just very lively and eventful. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's 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 a big film. Yeah. Um, Storyline-wise, I didn't really know much about Elton John. I obviously knew he was gay. Mm. I knew he was once married to a woman. And that's it. I didn't know anything about the drugs. I didn't know anything about, you know, the management. Um... I didn't know anything about like the relationship with his mother. So it's a it's a good concept in the fact that you basically have this man who was he wasn't very loved properly as a child. Apart from his nana, mm. but then that storyline doesn't really go anywhere. Okay. Um Yeah, and Richard Madden's a dick. Oh dear. Yeah. He's a dick. Interestingly, in the Bohemian Rhapsody, he is played by Aidan Gillen, Littlefinger. Interesting. So it's, the, it's the same guy, um, in yeah, in both films. I I don't know why, but I liked it. But I feel like the ending was rushed, and I don't know about you, but I feel like when the artist mm. is heavily involved in the production of something about them, yeah, it does tend to be a little bit one sided. Yeah, I can see that. I didn't know. I didn't know Elton John was that involved. So that's interesting that you've said that. 
Oh, yeah, mm. he's been trying to get this film made for, like, ten years, and it's kind of shifted between production companies, I think, right. because of, like, creative differences and things like that. But it doesn't take anything away from the fact that it's a great film. Yeah. There were certain elements that I was wanting to be included mm-hmm. that now I know as a filmmaker probably wouldn't happen. Like, I was waiting for them to kind of have, like, the whole Princess Diana thing. Right. But it stops before that. And then I was waiting for them to, like, have The Lion King... But then I thought, there's no way they'd be paying for the rights to that music. <laughs> Especially with the fact that Beyonce is going to release the song in, like, two months' yes, time. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah, it just... I think it ended too abruptly for my liking. Mm, okay. But I don't know. When you see it, let me know what you think. Mm. But it was still good. And the music, I mean, the songwriting mm. is just insanely good. I mean, your song was wrote in a kitchen and then composed in the living room next door. I mean, that's just crazy wow. to me. How something so beautiful and, you know, historical, I don't know, is mad. But Tate Donovan is so funny in it. (laughs) I still think that's so random that Tate Donovan's in this movie. I mean, I love it, but it's so random. (laughs) It's when he pops up, it's just like, Scott was like, oh, it's Marissa's dad. (laughs) It's, um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's weird. Oh, dear. Um, At number two, it is X-Men Dark Phoenix. This has been completely panned by critics absolutely panned I really hoped it would do a lot better than Apocalypse but it doesn't seem to have done Apocalypse looked awful it was awful I watched it it for Olivia Munn and she was in the movie for like five seconds and Oscar Isaac who was like this god entity so I was like well I can't even look at his face well it the budget was 200 million and at the box office they brought in 136 But I feel like this is all about timing. And I feel like they brought this out too early. Okay. Because, I mean, just looking at the top ten, I mean, just looking at this like as a, from, a, from a money point of view, yeah. you've got Rocket Man, which is a Paramount film mm. that is huge. It's a biopic. Everyone's going to go see this film. You've got Aladdin, Walt Disney, that has only been out for three weeks. So it's still very early days. Yeah. Um, Avengers Endgame is only at number 12 mm. and it's only been out seven weeks so it's still pretty you know yeah newish yeah um, Detective Pikachu that's still been out John Wick is technically a blockbuster Godzilla King of the Monsters only came out two weeks ago like it just see and even Secret Life of Pets 2 is still in is a popular kids film so I feel like it come out too early mm. yeah it makes sense or the fact that it's just not very good. <laughs> I might be giving it the benefit of a doubt here, but it could just be that it's not very good. Oh, I wanted it to be so good, though. That's so disappointing. I know. It's such a shame because it's, you know, I think, it, is it the first female-centred X-Men film? Yeah, I want to say yes. It it must be, yeah. Mm. I can't, I mean, we surely know about any others. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Simon King- Kinberg, who directed this, is... um being given a lot of sticks saying that he's basically ruined mm. the uh <laughs> x-men film and franchise um, i mean to I his credit yeah to his credit they've not none of them have been stellar well logan oh okay logan aside that's a, that is the only logan, one yeah <laughs> and that's i think yeah and that's because james mangold is a genius yeah. okay logan aside they've been yeah. okay like they've not yeah I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with the X-Men. Yeah, me neither. I don't even I don't know think what they the, know. 
I don't know what the... I mean, I know that the next thing they're doing mm. is the New Mutants, which is basically like a potential new trilogy because that's the one with like Maisie Williams and Charlie Heaton and Anya Taylor-Joy mm. um, but I don't know what the future is for X-Men because yeah. I mean they've done modern day they've gone back in time they've kind of come close they're like in, is it in the 90s now is that this film is set I'm just going to fact check that. I think it's the 2000s no, no it's 1992 oh really yeah, because it's really weird because Michael Fassbender, like, he looks the same in 1992 than he does in 1967. Yeah. And then I saw it's... a meme where someone was like, why did he change so much between 1992 and 2000? And it's like an image of, um... Oh! Oh my god, what is his name? Terry McKellen. <laughs> I was like, oh no! What's his name? Yeah, it's, um... It's... Well, I, I just... Uh... I don't know, I've never massively been into X-Men. Yeah. I really... I mean, I watched the the films when I was a kid. Um, and I liked First Class. I thought it was I thought it was good to, like, yeah, see I them really as younger versions. But then I think when they started meddling and bringing in, like, all together, it just become a little bit messy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, they've said that, obviously, since Disney acquired 21st Century Fox, that Marvel they want any future X-Men films to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They want them to be produced by Marvel Studios. Yeah. And they've said Dark Phoenix is the last main installment in the Fox X-Men series. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I've, I think I've mentioned on the show before, I think they're going to try and go for an X-Men versus Avengers film, but I don't know how they're going to do it. Because the X-Men cast, like... They're old now. <laughs> Halle Berry and um, James Marsden and who plays Jean Grey in the older version? I forget. I can't pronounce oh. her. I can't pronounce her name, but I can spell yeah, it because she was in When They See Us. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, let me just go out. Sorry. F A M K E. Famke. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Is that how it's pronounced? Famke Jansen. There we go. Let's her. have a. Yeah, I think it's Frank because she's Dutch, isn't she? Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, I remember a lot from like Hemlock Grove, which I never saw. She was just always on my Netflix mm. queue. Um, like I don't think they'd they'd be willing. Like I don't think Anna Panquin's gonna be like, yeah, let's play, let's let's be rogue. And Logan, Wolverine died. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I don't know what they're gonna do. So if they refresh the whole thing, I think it would be quite poor. Yeah. I don't know where they. I don't know if they know where they're gonna go with it, and I'm not convinced. Even if they tell me they know, that they really know. You know, what they could do, which they probably will do, is that they'll just forget that the first three films happened mm. and just have like Jennifer Lawrence and Nicholas Hull and all these young kids. Yeah. <laughs> young kids. I'm pretty sure that Nicholas Hull was older than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, maybe play them and then have the Avengers but then obviously the Avengers are kind of gone as well I don't know it's gonna be I don't get it yeah I mean I mean I'm happy to be I'm happy to be surprised I want it to be amazing but I have no idea it's a big big yeah it's a big thing I mean it'd be a cool cool um team up but I just think that they'll probably rush into it to make as much money as possible exactly which is what they've been doing because that's what they're like Mm. and at number one it is I can show you the world. Really? Shine and shimmering remake. <laughs> Will Smith is as the genie, but Robin Williams he'll never be. 
Guy Ritchie, don't you dare touch my film. Guy Ritchie, this is not Bollywood. <laughs> that was incredible. That was my audition for Jasmine. Um, Aladdin is still at the top. Still not seen it. Don't know if I'm going to run to see it still at all. Still not seen it either. I don't think I'm going to run to see it either. No. I might just watch the other Indian movie in the top ten to give myself a feel about what it's going to be like. <laughs> and yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Well, yeah. There's not just I can say to that. <laughs> just, just yeah. Um, do you know what film I saw this week? What do you see? I'll give you a clue. Mm. Oh no, that's not really a good clue. I'll give you a couple of clues. It was one of your favourite films of the year so far. Okay. It is not a genre you usually like. Oh, so it's horror. We're talking about a horror movie. Yes. Mm. And it is a sophomore directorial. Did that make sense? Did are we talking about? That? Are we talking about us? We are. Ah, I am. we're talking about us. I finally saw it. Was it finally show? saw it. Okay, what do you think? Um, I absolutely loved mm. it, and I was actually quite glad I didn't see it when all the hype was around. Okay. Um, I thought it was so clever. Yeah. I thought it kept me on edge. I, it halfway through the film, I thought, "Oh my god, it must be ending soon." And there was well, I had like another hour left, and I was like, "Wow, okay, let's do this." Lupita was fantastic, um, and just the writing was just so clever and in depth that there's yeah. just like these like. Hitchcock style films like the the suspense and the unraveling of the story and how it's not too on the nose and it's not someone sitting there and telling you what's happening it's it's done by looks and done by you know which I like I don't like it when a film like when someone sits there and's like I did this because of this like I like it when you can just sense it yeah and I thought it was fantastic. I'm just so excited to see what else he has to offer. No. I'm just so excited. Yeah, he's so... I think I, I do really like that he doesn't assume that the audience is stupid. I think that's my favourite yeah. thing about... Um, I mean, one of my favourite thing about his his work. He's just so cool. I mean, I... I Like, the word tethered has just become a part of my vocabulary now in the same way that, like... Yeah. Um, uh, oh, my God, what is it called? It, the, the thing in Get Out... Um, um, oh my god! The, the what a teacup or what is it? Um, what was the? Oh, you know what? Just forget it. We'll just pretend that I know that okay. I haven't okay. forgotten. <laughs> that I haven't forgotten the thing that I yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah he's just okay, okay. I did. I when I watched the film, like as soon as I came out of the cinema, I was a little confused. I feel like it was one of those films that I had to sit with. Um, yeah. Well, I heard a lot of people say that, and that's what put me off a little bit. And ah. then I realised that I was being dumb, and yeah, it's totally fine. So good. I'm glad you liked it or loved it, even. I'm really happy. Mm. I because I, I get it's annoying when everyone hypes on about a film and you watch it and you're disappointed because yeah. you kind of feel like I don't know that you're not really involved. I don't know. It's 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 an odd one, but no, I'm I'm really happy. I liked it. Mm. Obviously, so good. Um. Okay. So upcoming releases. Um. First of all, we've got a horror film. This is out next week called Brightburn. Oh, yeah. So I knew very little about Brightburn. It was my brother who told me about it. What do you think? What if a child from another world crash-landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far sinister? So it's like reverse Superman, isn't it? Basically reverse Superman, Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it stars Elizabeth Banks, and um, that's about as much as I know about it, to be honest. Mm. Um, fairly unknownish director. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm interested, but I don't know what for. Like, I, maybe it's just that I keep seeing posters everywhere on the tube, and I'm like, yeah, what, I need to check it out. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure, did this play at a festival? And it, like, people quite liked it. I can't... Maybe. I'm just trying to think, because I remember, remember people talking about it. But I just... No, maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Okay, let's talk about a show that come back this week. Well, I mean, gonna, two came s- back this week for us. So which one are we talking about? What other one come back this oh, week? wait, do you know what... What for it Which one are you talking about? Oh! <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Oh god, I've not watched okay, it yet. I've had no time. Okay, we but we will have to talk about this too. Can I just mention though? Did you see that Kylie Jenner had a Handmaid's Tale party? Oh, it was the stupidest fucking thing I'd what ever seen. What the fuck is wrong with I mean, that woman? This is privilege incarnate, really, that she thinks something like that is funny, or that she's clearly missed the point of the show. Like I don't even know what's going on. Well, it's like when there was a Handmaid's Tale Halloween costume yeah. a couple of years ago, and it was like all slutty, wasn't yeah. it? And people were like, "You do not understand the point." The thing is, I don't know about you, I, I, people will say like, oh god, you take it too seriously, it's just a party. Like, it's not though. The things that are going on in the world, specifically America, where she fucking lives, it's so close yeah. to the point of bloody fiction. It's not funny. I just think it's ridiculous. And it just goes to show how privileged mm. that family is, that they think that that is... Yeah. Oh god, it was just so... It's the fact that she walks oh. into it and she's like, welcome to Gilead. I'm like, really, though? really <laughs> i just i'm gonna reread the book on holiday actually oh nice yeah yeah i bought it last year because i read it i read it and studied it in school yeah um so when the tv show came out i finally had that privilege of going i've read the book which i never usually do So <laughs> <laughs> like, i read the book before you um so yeah i'm gonna reread it on holiday because i love i love the concept mm. of it it's just so so cool. and it's just scary that 10 years have passed and now it's happening and becoming quite real it's the worst. Uh, but no i haven't watched it i'm really sorry so we will catch up on that yeah um but yeah big little lies it is back so exciting with when the when the theme tune come on i was like I even like I know the words from the theme song itself like I've never heard the song away from the theme song but whenever it comes it's like one of those that you know it's a long long song like the singing doesn't happen to like midway through the song it's long yeah like I remember I think I downloaded like a big little lies playlist like a couple of years ago and I was just like when is the words gonna (laughs) kick in here I'm waiting around um but no, I'm very happy it's back. Yes. And we've got Andrea Arnold directing and it's just, oh, it's just exciting. Mm. And I was really against this second season. Me too. How did you feel when they yeah, announced I just, it? Yeah, I didn't know what they were going to do with it. Like, it felt like a miniseries. I didn't know where they were going to go. I mean, obviously you would imagine they were going to go f- like forward with, you know, how Perry died and whatever. But it just felt like a miniseries. Um, but I'm pleasantly very happy with that first episode, so yeah it's yeah i mean it wrapped it up really well and that's why it kind of yeah was a bit off putting that they just kind of dived into it and like you know it's usually for money purposes it's not like oh let's yeah you know we've got great ideas can we can we make them it's usually hbo saying like come on let's make some money here Mm. um 
but no, I was pleasantly surprised. And it was just once they were on the screen, I was like, I've missed them so much. Me too. It's so great to have them back. I could even like, look past Shailene Woodley's haircut because I missed them so much. What is going on with that? Mm, it's an odd choice. She, she's quite odd though, isn't she, Shailene? Bless her. I know very little about her sort of outside of her, her work. So. <laughs> she's, um, well, she's an environmental activist. Right. And uh, it was quite funny actually because we were sitting there and Scott was like, um, "She's one. She's another one of them odd ones, isn't she?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "She's an activist in that." And I was like, "I don't think all activists are odd, but you know, okay, whatever." But I do remember reading an article once where she said that she ate like mud, cool, or something. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty unless I'm just talking shit and like talking shit on Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley eats clay. No, it's real. Interesting. Yeah. Shailene Woodley and the benefits of eating clay. Yeah. Sounds um, like something so just treat, Gwyneth Paltrow. Treat yourself to that article, uh, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also as well, the wig that they've given Nicole Kidman is terrible. Yeah. But I felt that way during the first season too. Maybe it's just budget constraints. <laughs> We've got Meryl Streep now, guys. Yeah. We can't afford wigs for exactly. you anymore. Exactly. Get over it. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I think Reese Witherspoon is just remarkable mm. in this. And I love her character because she's very high-strung and she's, you know, probably on a day-to-day basis she would drive you crazy as a person. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, the scene where she speaks to her daughter mm-hmm. and her daughters decide that she doesn't want to go to college. By the way, every single American TV show, please, please get some new writers because every single teenage daughter storyline is the same the sopranos megan's meadow soprano doesn't want to go to college and is a rebellious person the americans page doesn't want to go to college is a rebellious person um what else is there mad men little um sally draper is rebellious like can you not write a single female daughter who's a teenager that is just you know gets on with it i don't know how do you feel I hadn't thought about it until you just said it, but yeah, I'm beginning to see a trend. Like, there's a... Yeah, it's just boring because it paints them all as difficult. Like, being a teenage girl is, Mm. like, Sophia Coppola put it, hell is a teenage girl. But it's so boring. Like, there's so many (laughs) other things that teenage girls can be and you just make them out to be rebellious, spoiled little brats. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, so her daughter tells her that she doesn't want to go to college and she kind of basically says, well, you are... Um, what did you feel about that relationship they've got there? So, I don't... I mean, as a brown person, if I spoke to my mum like that, she'd beat me, probably. <laughs> I mean, no, she wouldn't. My mum never beat me. I, I take that back. <laughs> she never... She was very... Oh, my God! But, like, you know, like, if there are immigrants, like, you know what... You know you know what it's like. You don't You don't back chat. You don't, like... Well, yeah. You know, you just don't. If, if you're... Well, you've given up a lot for your kids and you want them to yeah. do, do better in life. I think it's... I mean, as someone who doesn't have parents that give a shit about her, I think it's crazy when people talk about that to their parents. I'm like, are you serious yeah. right now? <laughs> I mean, I always... You know, like, growing up, I, I had maybe one or two... Maybe one or two white friends and I would go over to their house and, and but they were very entitled. So this is not me saying that, you know, every this is a reflection on, on every single white human being on the planet they were very entitled but you know i would go over and they would be like no i don't want that for dinner or mom leave me alone or like just 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 things that i mean if i ever told my mom that i didn't want something for dinner she'd be like fine don't eat then like there'd be (laughs) there'd be like literally there'd be no special treatment so yeah there was a lot 
But I felt that way. I remember going to a friend's house once and her mum was like, um, do you like spaghetti bolognese? And I was like, I love spaghetti bolognese. I'd love it. And we sat down for dinner and like there was three sisters yeah. and um, she'd made chicken bolognese for one of them, um, vegetarian bolognese for another and then spaghetti bolognese with beef for the rest of us. And I sat there and I thought, oh my God. Like, yeah. your mum is amazing. My mum would be like, you eat it or you don't yeah. eat. I mean, that's just how... I just... Yeah. Or like, when you go to someone's house, they're like, mum, get out of my room. Like, mum, go away. I'm like, oh my God, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, is your mum... I was sitting there thinking their mum's going to come in in a minute and batter them in front of me. Yeah. And we're going to have that awkward, like, friendship at school now where we have, like, a dark secret. And I just... You know, it was just crazy. So I feel like... I mean, I know di- Americans, it's probably a little bit different. Mm, Yeah. Maybe a little Maybe. bit different, but yeah, I don't know. She's very spoiled. Very much so. Um, and it's, it's irritating. So that that's her storyline, I think, for this season is probably the kind of power struggle yeah. with her daughter. Um, but she's just fantastic. I love her. I agree. And Reese's scene with Meryl Streep <laughs> was just... Which one? Incredible. The two of them was just incredible. And Meryl Streep is... She's obviously... I, don't, oh, I have so much to say about this. She's playing her with so, so many layers yeah. that you know deep down there's a nutcase brewing. Yeah. And I just think it's fantastic. Like the screaming scene at the dinner table was so off-putting. <laughs> I was just like, what is going I on? I felt it. Like you, Yeah, it was a very kind of like visceral, oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. And even thing. when like she was going in the bedroom with Celeste and she was hugging her, yes. I just thought, oh, I've got, like, I've got goosebumps because this is just... So who are we going to kill? So... I was like, huh? I know! I know! I just... So oh, she's... She... But I think it's great when you get an actor like Meryl Streep play, not the bad guy, but the kind of, um, like, was it like a nemesis? Or, I mean, what would you describe her just as? Not, just like just a... someone you can't read. Like, like an outsider. Yeah. yeah like an outsider. Like, just, yeah, just doesn't quite fit, but also is clearly a part... Will fit, because she's she's such an integral part of the story. So, yeah, I... I She's just such a good job. I mean, she never does a bad job. No, and I think, I mean, the deadpan humour she's got as yes. well, when she's like, I can't complain. Well, I can. My son is dead. Um, she's just outstanding. And I love that they've really aged her in this. Oh, for sure. They've really aged yeah, her. Yeah, they have. Yeah. She looks old in mm. this. Um, but no, she's a great addition. I think Nicole Kidman, it's going to be a lot about her mourning perry i mean that's the thing i think sometimes people forget when you get out of an abusive relationship is that i think a big chunk of you still loves the person because i mean we see we're seeing flashbacks of them like obviously being in bed together being intimate kissing and things like that um so i think it's going to be a lot about growth for her Mm. but i don't know maybe she will crack or something like that but it and yeah it's just yeah, she's just so good. Last season was so good. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Um, Shailene Woodley, so her character of Jane, um, yeah, not much going on there, is there? No, she's flirting with the surfboard dude. Who looks about 15. Yeah, and wasn't she going on a date with that Tom? Like, I was really feeling that. I said this I was really, Scott, I mean, because in the book, yeah, they end up together in the book or they start dating in the book, but then he's just, I don't know if he's gone and they couldn't get him back or something yeah i mean i quite liked tom 
I like Tom. Mm. He was a nice guy. Yeah. He's great in a book. But, yeah, I mean, he, he owns the cafe, doesn't he? So I'm sure we'll see him soon. The cafe looked completely... If that was supposed to be the same cafe as last season, it looked completely different. Oh, it's like a harbour now. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've done that up. They've done that up. Someone's, someone shut that cafe down. Yes. They can no longer use it for filming works. Or they'd probably be like, oh, yeah, season two. <laughs> I want double the money. You know what I'm saying? And then you've got Bonnie, who is basically losing her shit her mind um which is interesting um because obviously she was the one Mm. that did give the fatal push isn't she and i do see where she's coming from in regards to the fact that they have kind of not left her out but then she did go away on holiday didn't she so i don't know i'm i really want yeah because i love zoe kravitz and i really feel like this season could be her season to shine like it it could be yeah i'm really i'm really excited to see what they do with bonnie um I just think she's so cool and I think we know very little about her at this point like I mean I know in the book we know a lot more about her um yeah well but I mean to be fair even in the book they kept her as a bit of a minor character yeah. until right till the end and then there's like a whole chapter isn't there yeah. where she explains what what happened so I think maybe we'll see that that chapter like kind of flow through the I mean is it six episodes or I would have thought it was six but I'm not sure now you've said yeah. it yeah it says there's eight, but there were seven last year, so maybe there's nine um, this season. Mm. Um, but yes, maybe we'll see that. I think the men in this show are fantastic as well. They really are. So I love that little have... exchange between James Tuffer and Adam Scott. I was, it was so bizarre, but it, it was, was great. brilliant. Because it was just one of the conversations that you're just like, why are you asking yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. Your, <laughs> he's your ex-wife's sense. husband. <laughs> it's just bonkers, yeah. absolutely bonkers. Um, and I I just love Adam Scott in general. I like the comedy element between the principal as well and Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Um, and Renata. Because it's true. Like I don't think they would forget that 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 happened. Yeah. So um so quickly. It's good. It was um, a good opener. The only thing, yeah the only other thing I was gonna say was the kids have all aged like ridiculously. Mm, they have and I but I do really like that they incorporated that in from like the credits. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was quite sweet, actually. But I'd just made me laugh because I just thought the little kid that plays Ziggy, <laughs> the, pro- the producers of um, Young Sheldon must be like, no, he's not dying his hair back. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like my only real criticism of, of, of the first the first episode was that there wasn't enough Chloe as I would have liked. Yeah. I love Chloe. Like, I, I really, I yeah, I really thought she'd open the episode like she did last season, playing music in the back seat. She's shot up. That's what I mean. Like they've all. I mean, to be yeah. fair, like the last season one was in two thousand and seventeen, wasn't it? So it's been two years, right. and kids grow so quickly. Yeah. I mean, we were watching the Americans the other day, and like Henry between season two and season three, we thought they recast right. him. Right, he's like a new person. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but no, it was a good opener. It's. I'm excited to see what's going to happen, and I feel like we don't. I know it sounds dumb to say we don't know what's going to happen, but, but I generally don't. feel like you can go in so many different directions. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've just realised we have not mentioned the Queen herself, Renata Klein. <laughs> My daughter has an IQ of 152. Genius level. <laughs> Genius level. And then she's like, what song does she sing? She's like, this is my house and I live in... Yes, I don't know, but there's obviously... Like that, yeah. There's something going on with the husband, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, I think it. I Something. Think, I I really feel like he's just living in her shadow. Like she is this amazing, like businesswoman slash mother slash 
just just in her element all the time and 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 I'm sure it's sort of screwing with his masculinity a little bit like I'm not sure he's on that level where he's able to process that and be like secure about it because in the first season we didn't see much of him like he was kind of like he played the submissive kind of role yeah. as like just the husband yeah. and like having sex in the office and trying to deal with you know his wife being a little bit petty with the whole Disneyland thing um but yeah maybe he's he's got a secret too I mean the show's called Big Little Lies uh, yeah <laughs> maybe his lies the biggest of them all <laughs> but it's um it's yeah it's quite cool mm. to see where they're gonna go with it so I'm excited yeah I'm me excited. too excited We've got another seven weeks of this to go. I don't even miss Game of Thrones, by the way. I feel like I should say that. I don't miss it. What? What, what, what was that? Is, is that a show? <laughs> Basically, yeah. I don't miss it at all. Really? Like a show? Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. Don't miss that's it. That's so mad. <laughs> no, I don't miss that at all. No. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it for this week. That's the show. Really? That is it. So I need to watch The Handmaid's Tale. You do, and I need. To, we need to watch season two of The OA. We need to watch season two of The OA. We both realise that we have no time to do any of oh, these things God, right man. now. Oh, God, Full-time jobs. Yeah, just full-time job. Plus, they just half-price all of The Sims 4 expansion packs. <laughs> That's amazing. So I'm like, what do I do? Do I, do I you know, what, what do I do? I'm asking everyone, please let me know what I should do because I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, as usual, if you like the podcast, give us a rate, give us a... Wait, hold on. Give us five stars, or how many stars as you feel. Um, subscribe. I sound like such an idiot right now. Yeah, just do what you feel is the best. Now, I feel like Alexis from... Shit's Creek. <laughs> with, with the wrists. I, I saw the wrist action. The, I've started doing the wrists. Ew, I've started David. doing the wrists. Ew, David. David. <laughs> David. Baby. Burn, David. Burn, David. Burn, David. Oh, my God. I love Alexis. Oh, oh my God, I love that show. I love that show so much. That's nothing. I haven't watched season five of Shit's Creek, so <gasps> I love Shit's Creeks. <laughs> so much to do i need to go on holiday just to watch television not to actually like enrich my life and explore i just need to like you know take some time i call you david <laughs> um that's it that's the tea <laughs> <laughs> oh.